which was the night before Christmas and throughout the fairing house, sows were restless, babies ready to come out. There's a big farmer frustrated and ready to burst. He shouts, what a shame it would be. It's not even January 1st. He's an honest man, you see, and won't age them a day. But this year, whole Santa's bringing extra coal in his sleigh. Down the road, there's a shepherd sleeping snug in his bed. Because due dates don't matter. It's all in their head. He'll wake up to do barn checks, sheep nestled in the jug. Doing better than his goat buddy having triplets. He could really use a hug. Now a few miles down lays a pasture full of cattle. The cowman's biggest worry is winning the frostbite battle. You see, last year it was cold noses and bob tails, but he's got plenty of crown bags to use at calving time if all else fails. Although we may struggle from time to time, making champions is worth the heartache and the grind. Good luck this season. We wish you the very best. Being a stockman isn't all about the money, but rather the passion you invest. An absolutely beautiful poem by Mr. Wow, I'm inspired. And I can also feel for those stockmen that you mentioned, um, you know, our little twist on Twas the Night Before Christmas. I guess we need to, we can rename it if you want, but um, Merry Christmas, folks. We Merry are, Christmas. We are absolutely excited and elated with the amount of followers. Joyful. Yes this Christmas season. So uh, we hope you guys have an incredible Christmas um, and looking forward to 2020. A lot of exciting things going on there. Um, Yeah, so we got a normal episode with you uh, today. It's just Corey and I, and we're going to go through a lot of different things. But before we do get to the topics that we have set up today, speaking of 2020, Walton Webcasting has a very deep and very interactive experience ready for you coming in January. On January 4th, they're having a swine showdown, or they will be at the swine showdown in the fort in Fort Pierce, Florida. Oh. How about that? I might look at that. I think the the southeast is getting very, very big. Gigantic. Uh, just in Georgia a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. And then they're in Texas there that next weekend. Oh, boy. So, folks. Folks, it's it, we're approaching te- Texas major season. That's right. If you, if you are nursing a hangover from New Year's, you know, three or four days after, depending on how much you partake, you can at least be sitting there and watching some good shows. That's right. And if you miss it, don't forget to subscribe. They've been with us since day one, and we've been saying it since day one. Guys, you got to subscribe. I don't know why you haven't already, because you th- you may think, okay, I'm just going to listen, or I'm just going to watch them on the show. I don't have to pay for it. But the minute you miss a class that you had one in, and you're not there, you're going to want to go watch it again. So if you subscribe, you might as well get the all full year, the full year deal. If you subscribe, you can go back and do it any show, anytime. Plus, we've got on the road with Greg, which is absolutely hilarious. It's on Facebook, but it's also on WaltonLevCasting.com. Love our guys Jeff, there. I can think of a lot more things that are time wasters that people subscribe to. That is true. Oh my gosh. I mean, think about the amount of men's shaving kits out there or or these these boutique boxes. Yep. You know, think about think about using your money. For something 
that, or, or, or just give it as a Christmas gift. Hello, it's Christmas Day. That'd be an incredible. I'm sure you Christmas. can go on Walton yeah. and subscribe. I'm for sure somebody. You might be listening to uh, on your way to a family gathering, and what better way to just say, "Hey, I put this in your name. Merry Christmas." You don't even have to wrap it. Yeah, you know what you can wrap. You can wrap yourself a nice Christmas present. <laughs> yes. You can wrap. You can wrap Lil Wayne. That's what you can wrap. Yeah, because you are you have already saved yourself some time and trouble by buying a subscription to Walden Webcasting for a Christmas present. We just came up with the best uh, Christmas gift idea ever. I think I, Jeff. I think so. Other than if you wanted to go buy me a show pig somewhere, well, you could buy show pigs on showpig.com. Trev. Oh, and, and we're approaching that time of year. And I will say, for you out there that are trying to get a live event and increase exposure and interest and getting some traffic around that event, you can promote it on showpig.com. Why wouldn't you? Do you know that they have a live event advertising package? They do. Yeah. The original price of this package is $600, Trev. Hmm. Do you have $600 to spend on a live event uh, package? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Well, how, how about the special price of $450? Now that. Doesn't that sound more reasonable? Yeah, we're in there. Folks, I'm telling you right now, the folks at showpig.com can help you get, I mean, listen, I know there's a lot of you out there listening that partake in these live events, showpig sales, and in these group conglomerates that are coming together now. Promote it on showpig.com. The, the package includes a two-week featured banner ad and an email blast that's sent directly to more than 18,000 inboxes. If you guys want to get those pigs sold and don't want to waste a trip or Maybe you buy some back and you're complaining on the way home about how you didn't get them sold. Probably because you didn't get the right people there or right exposure and interest <laughs> in that sale. Word. Showpig.com. I'm done preaching, by the way. Merry right. Christmas. Trevor, Merry Christmas. Let's get, into, uh, let's get into it. All right. Yes. A uh, lot of things to talk about. Um, so I want to talk about at first, um, I hope everybody's listening. We've got a lot of, lot of things to talk about. But shout out to those stockmen. Who are working their butt offs, butts off every butt-offs. single holiday, like today. Uh, cattle's got to eat, pigs got to eat, goats and lambs, they don't take a day off. Water's got to get unthawed. Water's Luckily, gotta- we've actually been pretty fortunate here this month of December with weather. Yep. I mean, we had some snow and stuff like that, but and it's been a little wet. But I mean, it's actually not been terrible. Yeah. So shout out to those guys and gals who bust their butt no matter what day it is, even December 25th, January 1, when you're doing whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, um, Easter, everything. You're there taking care of these livestock, and uh, we feel you. We've been there. We do it. And um, so, yeah, you may be late to a family gathering, or you may... Uh, you may be hosting one, and you may, de- may need to step out for a couple hours because you're taking care of livestock. Shout out to yep. you to you folks. Um, that always is something. I mean, uh, Emily, she has to, to work uh, today. She worked today until um, she goes in at 3 and, and then gets off at 7. So yesterday, she worked until like 1.30, and, you know, they give her half a day off, but cows still need to be milked. So That's right. Um, Got to support the American dairy farmer. That's right. Um, might I might I say I'd love to get a shout out right now to um, my mom and my sister in law. They they had a battle. They had a battle, and as you know, in this raising livestock deal, um, not everything goes exactly the way you want. And uh, 
we had a ewe the other day um had a two had twin ewe lambs that weighed approximately 20 pounds a piece well uh, if you're in the sheep deal that's big and um mom had a hard time getting those things out had a little uh um uterine prolapse and and just uh not a good situation uh. mom was in bad shape uh not my mom but you mom well my mom too honestly uh just the the agony and the the depression and the angst of raising livestock this time of year during a season and i actually talked about this with with some friends you know sometimes this holiday this holiday season that we're in this isn't all as joyful for some people right and uh it's probably not at all joyful for people raising livestock so if you get things stacked on top of each other it's easy to get down and out but i encourage you to reach out to your friends uh we all understand we're all in it too and we're here to bring positivity to that because guess what 2019 is right around the corner or, uh, or we're done with the corner. We're done with that of the end. There you go. And 2020 is, is looking solid. Yeah, I mean, we're approaching another roaring. decade. Yes. In the twenties already. Yep. How the roaring twenties, bring them back. Mm. So Trevor, you got a hunting story that I think we could touch on. Oh too. yes. Um, Listen, ladies and gents, I, I got a Snapchat and I was at a Colts game. So it was kind of quick. But I opened it up and I saw Trevor got a deer. He'd been talking about this hunting project. You guys that have fought along and listened, you know what he's been doing. And uh, never been hunting before. Has probably been out to the woods now, what, half a dozen times. And and uh, finally got something in the sights. Trevor, tell us the story of how it all happened. So it was actually kind of cool because I got uh, a couple messages and a ton. I think I'm over 300 likes on the Facebook post and a bunch of comments. So first and foremost, like those who did that, that's that's cool. I never really thought about any of that when I uh, took the the hunting deal uh, when I started it, but I got several messages about. I can't wait to hear about this on Stock Talk. So this is not a hunting podcast. However, there's a lot of things to be learned from this hunting adventure. As always, um, very, very, very thankful for Dale Hensroth, and we got to hunt his land. So <laughs> I know he's listening to this episode because I told him I'd tell him the story. So start in the morning. Uh, I live an hour and 35 minutes from the hunting location. So I got up at 4, got breakfast, and left the house by 5. That put me at the farm there at the Hensroth's house at 6.30. And we were all excited, got bundled up. Got in Dale's truck, went out to the hay ground, which we were going to walk out to our first stand before daybreak and get nestled in. And I thought to myself, you know what? I just washed this jacket, and I'm pretty sure I took my license and permit out of my jacket. Sure enough, I was like, Dale, is this going to be a problem, or do I need to, can I have it online? He's like, no, you got to attach it, and I don't want you to hunt all day without a clear conscience, because honestly, that will mess with you more than you realize. So let's do it by the book. And if you can get it printed off, let's do that. So I was like, mm. dag on it. Felt like an idiot. And I try not, I'm all trying not to drag this out. But so long story short, I woke up Emily. She wasn't the happiest, but I love her to death. And she, she got up. She sent me the pictures of the uh, permit that I left at home. Got her printed off, and uh, Melinda, which is uh, Dale's wife, mom's dad, or uh, Emily's dad, <laughs> Emily's mother. Jeez. <laughs> Your future mother-in-law. Yeah, my future mother-in-law woke her up to get the password on the 
So it was just a terrible morning. Uh, finally, long story short, got it all printed off, ready to roll. Got back out there, didn't see anything all morning long. Um, and then we decided to take an early lunch. And I went back out in the woods for an hour while he was fixing lunch and stoking the fire. And nothing, not even a squirrel and a couple of blue jays, about all I saw. Ate some, uh, ate some lunch, and he's like, you know what? This is your last chance with the uh, gun season, or shotgun, and let's uh, let's just put a drive on. So um, his hand there, Nate, um, Slippery Nate. Hey, I know he'll get a laugh about that, but we call him Slippery Nate. Slippery Nate. And, well, okay, why do you call Nate Slippery Nate? Okay, so um, out there, I can hear Dale laughing from here. Slippery Nate comes from a lot of different ways. Like he he will just say some things, but maybe not true. Like. Um, oh, I've got some dough sitting behind me. I can't leave right now. And Dale was like, well, he probably just wants to get out of chores. You know, slip, <laughs> slippery name. Uh, so anyways, um, so we decided to put on a drive. And it was me and Sarah Henseroth, Henseroth's boyfriend, Tim. And so us four were going to put on a drive. Dale was going to drive him to us. And we were in the cattle pasture there. And we were expecting a herd to fly at us. And we were going to lay something down then. Nothing doing. We didn't see anything our way. So, I mean, it's a little discouraged, but still having fun. And um, I was like, you know, if you don't mind, I'll go back out in the woods and just sit for the rest of the afternoon and see what happens. And I was up there, got in got in the tree stand around 1, and it sounded like the 4th of July. I don't know why. I got in the stand, and I was just sitting and waiting and letting everything settle down. And there were shots going off everywhere. Pow, pow, pow. People must have just been seeing them all. Still haven't seen nothing. So I started texting Emily. I was like, man, I may just need to, to change a change a stand or I'm getting a little fidgety. And I don't, you know, I don't, I just don't know. So she's like, sit still. You're moving around too much. The deer can sense it. And then as I was sending her an eye roll emoji, I see two does to my five o'clock haul butt down a hill. So uh, my heart started racing a little bit. I was like, okay. Thankfully, I downloaded a uh, buck calling app on my phone and I let out a few bleats and a few doe calls. And You're they telling me that your phone called a buck in. Yes. Well, they, I, I'll get to the story. So the does, I, they stopped. They heard the call. They got a little closer. I called again. They got behind the tree. So I was like, oh gosh, okay. I wanted a buck, but I'll take a doe. And I spun around. The seat was very awesome. It was like one of those cushy boat seats, so you could like swivel oh, on yeah. it. I got out of that seat, so I had to crouch down in the tree stand. My feet were hanging out of the tree stand. Put my elbow on the seat. The muzzle was up on the guardrail. So I was pretty much facing the, the seat at this time because it was behind me. And they, they stopped moving. So I put out a, a uh, goat breeding call, which was a little louder, a little longer. As I was putting my safety off, finger on the trigger, this beautiful eight point walked right in front of the does. He was tongue out, absolutely exhausted. He was chasing everything in sight. And I started shaking like a leaf. He <laughs> took two more steps, stopped, pow. He ran about 20 yards, tried to get up a hill, and that's where he laid. So, absolutely. Oh incredible experience um come to find out those fireworks those gunshots an hour before my shots went off were tim's so he got a button buck on the well, how about that the same 
within an hour. And what was hilarious was I went back on my text thread, and I, after I put that phone in my pocket from texting Emily, it was like a 20-minute gap from when I said, ah, I'm about done, I'm getting tired, I'm ready to go back home, until I sent her a picture of me holding a beautiful eight-point buck in my hand. So, incredible <laughs> hey, experience. First, first deer. I've never, I've never uh, got one myself, but I would say your first deer was uh, was very solid. Yeah. Oh man, he was. I'm getting a um, a cape mount. I mean, from his shoulders forward, it's going to be hanging on the wall. Emily's um, her first buck was another eight-point, I believe, um, and sh- that one's going to be mounted. So. Uh, that one, hers is kind of mounted and looking to the right a little bit. So I'm mm-hmm. going to get mine mounted looking to the left a little bit. And maybe we can use them as bookends somewhere. Hang on. <laughs> How about so that? It's incredible. Yeah. I mean. I, Congratulations. Well, thanks. So I, and to to get on with some of the livestock things. But just the the amount of time it takes. Um, went up Thanksgiving and sighted in the gun and got comfortable with it. Went up there, like you said, a couple times. Opening day. Went up that that third the that same week on a Thursday, and decided to go back on Sunday, the last day of gun season, and it paid off. And I really have a true newborn understanding of hunters. I've always thought it was cool and it was awesome to live off of the land per se, but the patience it takes, the amount of waiting, just for all of that one moment, totally, totally worth it. The story to be told. I couldn't have hunt that that morning if I didn't print off my license or my permit. <laughs> so yeah, it all was worth yeah. it. Um, incredible deal, uh, Dale. I can't thank you enough. Uh, I'll never forget that. And uh, we were all excited. Emily was excited. We're gonna have a freezer full of venison that I cannot wait to devour, and I get to see his beautiful face and rack on my wall. Nice. Always like good, like looking at a good rack of antlers. Yeah, yeah that's right. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Uh, listen, I will say, if you think about the time and the effort that it takes to raise good livestock, these hunters get it too. Oh, I mean, but most think, are one of the same. About, yeah, almost one of the same, like same, similar theory. Now I will have to give a shout out, another shout out. And, and this, this guy is never going to, he, he's never going to live this down. Uh, Jacob Derbyshire, go and look at his Facebook. Yeah, it was a monster. Uh, uh, kid. Just nailed one uh, in the fall. Uh, nicknamed him Major League. And this buck is breaking some records. Incredible. Jacob Derbyshire and family. Uh, great cattle family. Uh, great, great outdoorsman and hunter. Shout out to Jacob Derbyshire. Thanks, buddy, uh, for giving us something else to talk about, I guess, on today's show. Heck yeah. Because uh, when we talk about hunting, you know, harvesting livestock, whether that be um, you know, farm-raised livestock or, or in the wild. That's right. Same, same deal. Same deal. Folks, it's chilly outside. Snow's coming. We all know it. It's unavoidable. Listen, we're going to take a break in the action to introduce you to folks you should already know if you've been a friend of the show. Fleece Performance Engineering. If you have a diesel truck, you need to check out Fleece Performance because they have a complete line of race-proven products for your truck. Everything from their famous drop-in Cheetah turbochargers for Cummins, Duramax, and PowerStroke to injection pumps, lift pumps, 
and cylinder heads. Folks, fleece performance is right outside of Indianapolis, west on I-74 in Pittsburgh, Indiana. Use promo code STOCKTALK for 10% off your purchase anytime that you go and visit the boys at Fleece Performance. Thank you for your sponsorship here this year. Looking forward to 2020. FleecePerformance.com. Back to the show. So, Corey, I, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do it. It's Christmas, and yeah. uh, although we're recording this before, so I can do this. What are you... We did this at, uh, we had uh, dinner with uh, with a couple friends, and I was asked this question. I thought it was a good question. Shout out to Summer McCracken. Who are you most excited to get a gift from, and who are you most excited to give a gift to this Christmas? Wow. Um, who, uh, so I'll start, I'll start with the, the giving uh, a gift, because it's interesting that this year, um, is the second year in a row. Taylor and I have decided not to give gifts to each other. Mm. Um, mostly we want to give each other like an experience. So usually it's like going to a concert or um, I can out to a that. nice dinner or something like that. However, uh, with a move and, and selling our house and, and everything else, um, we both decided that probably, you know, should just take this Christmas off from each other and, and give uh, others some presents. Mm-hmm. So, um, to be honest, I don't think there's any one gift I'm excited about giving, but what I am most excited about is being close to home, um, for the first time in like eight years. Oh yeah. That's a gift. So, so I guess a gift that I am able to give is, is my time mm-hmm. more than I ever have. Uh, I know it's a little mushy and not very straightforward, but, uh, that's, that's honestly the, the gift I'm most excited to give is my, my, my presence is kind of a present. I don't, that sounds a little arrogant, but it's not meant to be at all. It's, you're there it's, to, you're there to help. It's an extra, extra yeah, piece. Of- I, I've not been home to help during lambing season in the last two years. It's been, you know, uh, something I, I've wanted to do, but haven't been able to do. And so this year and hopefully years going forward, I'll be able to do that. Um, I will say, (laughs) I know I I said that we're not giving gifts to each other. Taylor and I aren't, but I did draw her name by accident in our Christmas drawing (laughs) by fate, I guess. So like I am giving her a gift, but it's part of like a, a Christmas drawing thing that we all do. And, you know, couldn't really swap her out. Yeah. Um, Great idea, by the way. So yes. Um, Who am I excited to get a gift from? Oh, man, I don't know. Honestly, my parents are like really good gift givers. Yeah. Like just, I don't know. They, they like think of something that you want that you didn't know you wanted. Right. Yeah. So, um, I love that. Good. Like, gosh, I could use that. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I could ask for a gift, I would ask that our fans that are listening to the show keep promoting the heck out of this thing because it's been extremely incredible and the more you guys help spread the news the easier our marketing job is yes and you guys have been incredible um heck this is one of our topics (laughs) yeah it is 
Well, let's just jump into it. How about topics from a hat brought to you by none other than Fierce Threads. And I also want to give a shout out to Co Wetzel for giving us uh, some music to play. Look, Fierce Threads, I don't know how else I can word it other than they're the best at what they do. And if you are interested in quality, screen printing, and embroidery, there's no other choice, in my opinion, than to go to our friends at Fierce Threads. Fierce Threads, your number one source for screen printing and embroidery. Visit fierce-threads.com today and place your order. So, Trevor, we were just talking about it. Um, our audience, man. So here, here's my question to you. My topic to you is what is the most insightful or um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? What, what is the most meaningful experience you've had with our audience so far? So I'm going to say it's not one experience. Uh, well, it's an experience, but it's not one audience member. Um, this dedicated December deal, which we're approaching the end of, uh, holy cow. I thought this was going to be, um, you know, just a challenge. It would be cool. It would be fun, but yet hard. But the amount of interaction that we have with our guest, I think that increased tenfold. And then the the amount of people, the okay, it, it may boil down to a Snapchat I got I got today. It said, uh, "Well, I guess today would be a couple days before Christmas." But it said Sunday workouts lost seventy pounds this year. Keep keep at it, guys, or something like that. And that is absolutely incredible. So, not only did this individual, I I apologize, I forget the name. Um, but you know who you are because I'm sure you listen to the show. Not only did they take dedicated December into effect, but all year dedicated enough, not just December, to lose 70 pounds. And the Snapchat, by the way, was this person running on the treadmill. And the time elapsed was like insane. Mm-hmm. And this person was just chugging right along on a Sunday when usually most of us are taking the day off. So... Congratulations to that individual, but as a whole, the, the greatest experience to get to the topic uh, that you gave me is just the amount of people that maybe we impacted and didn't even know it. Um, I talk about the guy who taken he's taking his lunch breaks uh, and decided to walk a little bit and put in some miles that way. Um, the spiritual uplifting, uh, kind of going back to the, the hunting story real quick, um, I probably wouldn't have done this, honestly, if it wasn't for the Max Lucado book and just some soul searching we did here in December, but um, never shot anything. Never, I took, you know, I, I was in a harvest and fabrication class, so we harvested livestock, but I never took a wild animal before. And I jumped out of the stand and walked over to the to the buck that I shot just to make sure it was dead. And the, my first instinct was to pray over it. And, mm. you know, I just thank God that, you know, of all the deer that were out there, this is the one that's going to fill my freezer. And the experience behind it, and the people that I met because of this experience, and um, that was the first thing I I just thought I could do. Although I took one life, I'm sure he sired many others, and um, yeah. So uh, that that kind of goes back. It's it's full encompassing, but I'm sure that that wasn't been my first thought. But since this book happened, and surrounding myself with people who have the similar thoughts as me, um, uplifted a little bit more. So. Yeah, so the audience um, 
that the, the this month has been incredible. You guys are awesome. Um, just keep in interacting with us. We love to hear from you guys, probably more than you know. Um, we got a Christmas card, Corey. Uh, shout out to Merce State. They uh, <laughs> they sent us a Christmas card. That's cool. That that's more interaction. So, but yes, I'm just you know, and, and one of the things is I think back to when we first started and, and the people that have been with us from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I cannot wait for you guys to hear our 50th episode airing next week. Oh, man. Um, and, and if you're listening to this episode late and you've already listened to our January uh, episode, oof, it's a heater. Yep. New Year's it's Eve. A heater. Oh, you're going to hear f- for some huge guests that uh, <laughs> you're going to want to hear from. Um, Caldwell, Blaine Arthur, Ryan Rash, maybe. We're a couple. Maybe so Brad Hook, maybe Brandon Callis. We're going to hear from them again. Pick their brain a little bit more. All in one. Oh, I'm pumped. Can't wait. We've already started on that a little bit. Can't wait. Mm. Can't wait to, to, to put the shit out there. Very exciting times. Uh, I will also say there's been um, just a, an outpouring of, of suggestions, people to get on the show, uh, things like that, that we're, that we're pumped about. And... Trevor, I would probably want to disclose to our audience too that uh, we've got we've been talking, and we're still not quite ready to tell you all what we got planned for 2020. But there is a huge, I'll call it an event. There's a huge event, plural events, that will be happening next year, and we will we will take the time to tell you all about it when the time is right. But uh, probably episode 51. I hope we have everything finalized by then that we could share yep. uh, information. So stay on the edge of your seats because big things popping. Yes. I can't, I want to tell you guys so bad. I'm, and I, we just can't yet because uh, we have some kinks to work out. Not really kinks, but just details to finalize. Yeah. It's going to be good. You're going to want to be there. So topics from a hat. Thank you very much. Yes. Nicely done. So, um, Let's let's also I want to I want to talk about something else, Trev. This is going to be a little hard to talk about because of, of what's happened in our industry this year, and uh, and that is uh, this this time of year as you're traveling back and forth to different family events, make sure that you take the time to enjoy those moments mm-hmm. because uh, some of those people might not be there in 2020. Yep, um, and, and that's you know you think about um, some of the real exceptional people in this industry that aren't going to be with us in 2020 for Christmas. Um, you know, it's kind of, kind of makes you sit back and realize that, uh, if you go back and listen to that poem that was lighthearted and funny, but at the end, um, you know, I'm, I'm in it. It's, it's about the passion. Uh, mm-hmm. That you invest in, and a lot of that passion has to do with the people involved. Yep. So that's the thing you can't take it for granted, and don't be envious. Uh, don't try to put other people down. Just bring yourself up. Um, I think we've tried to preach that a little bit in, in this uh, episode and in this podcast and in, in general. But um, I just I, I was thinking about that after we put it on our list here, and there's just been so many young lives that's died this year. Mm. And you know we have all got uh, 
grandparents, great-grandparents that are approaching um, a greater age, and you never know. And what, what I couldn't think of a worse deal than if you just didn't go talk to them at the family events or yep. just didn't say how much they meant to you and, um, you know, just I don't want to get sad and humdrum about it, but in another sense, like, have fun with those people. But before it's too late, because you never really know. Um, bring me to the next right. point. Be careful this holiday season. Uh, we got <laughs> we got a few more uh, topics to discuss, but uh, but yeah, just uh, enjoy the family time. It's fun. Uh, even, sometimes you don't get to hang out with with uh, the family as much as as you do in times past. So uh, make it worth your time. And uh, yeah, heck yeah, man. Well, let's spin let's spin some things, Trev, because this year having livestock is like opening Christmas presents a- anymore. Um, and for those of us that are out there that have been waiting for certain matings to come to fruition, um, I will say I had a Christmas present last year, probably one of the better Christmas presents I've ever received. Uh, it got semen, mm. got got pure enough semen uh, right before he passed away. I think if you go back and listen to the Titus episode, I talk about that a little bit. Um, and, and so we we flushed you. Uh, to pure enough and uh, things went pretty well. Good thing. Lames have hit the ground. And, and I will say when that first you went, um, I was like, game on. Now we'll say they'll, they, they've all, uh, they've all been in recepts that are just incredible moms, um, which makes things nice. Mm-hmm. You get in there and you're just like, Oh, do I need to pull now? Should I just let her do her thing? Right. Oh, but, it's the worst. Uh, so yeah, I understand, uh, the, the like unpackaging of this present isn't actually you, for you to unwrap. Right. <laughs> Unless necessary, but yeah, uh, make sure that even though you're excited, you let these livestock do their thing right. unless they're in trouble because, uh, sometimes you can, you can get a little overzealous mm-hmm. with things. So, uh, but yeah, lambing, uh, lambing here at the end of December has gone well so far. Good deal. Not even close to being, I mean, we barely are started. So it's, uh, we got probably another 45 views to go between now and end of February. Woof. Well, good which, luck. Which is not like crazy numbers given some of the people we've had on the show, but right. <laughs> for us, and I will say about 40 of those ewes are going to land between now and the second week of January. So. Whoa. Yeah. Well, good thing you'll be there to help mom and papa. Yeah. Plenty, plenty busy. What, um, Trev, what do you got going on right now with, uh, with some of your customers? Are they, are they oh, getting antsy? Yes. So I'm excited. Um, uh, got several phone calls. See, um, with my deal, I'm out and about uh, farm visits and such. So really, December and January, well, November, December, you pretty much don't do any visits because nobody wants you on their farm because they're starting a farrow. They want to shut things down, rightfully so, biosecurity, and so on and so forth. So I've been doing more phone calls and checking up more so than actual visits and this, that, and the other thing. The only visits I've done so far is more um, southeast regional hogs mm. that I've placed and uh, boars that may be going down and such. So... um but as we approach the first of the year, some of these December-borns are becoming in the nursery. And I got a couple phone calls today, actually, of folks who want me to come look at some of the... Uh, we have a really nice boar 
uh, a lock it up son uh, lockbox that uh, there at LVS that um, I'm super excited about. We got from the Ohio State Fair. He's got several litters on the ground. Uh, another boar that we got from uh, Diamond J Show pigs there. We call Diamond Heist. Um, so two boars that I've suggested a lot to a lot of people. And these were kind of my first couple go-rounds when I was first hired. So, uh, actually, tomorrow, I uh, I got to go look at some. So, I'm going to hit hit the ground running. Uh, Man. As uh, Reed Southall would say. So Crying don't stop. I'm, I'm excited. That just shows you how excited I am about it. And if you are a customer of mine and you have some pigs that I suggested, call me. Because I want to see them. Um, help you get them placed, even. But, yeah. So, I'm really getting pumped up. Uh, although I don't do the day to day sit behind a sow like I did in the years past, I feel you. Uh, I feel everybody. I've been there and, um, you know, be patient and good luck with all of that. So we're going to really turn 180 here and we got a social smash that I Ooh. think needs some mentioning. Social smash. Brought to you by Brad Hal Ford of Kokomo, Indiana. Ladies and gentlemen, you know it already. If you happen to smash that vehicle up, or if you want to get another Christmas presents for somebody and you're you're doing some late last minute shopping, uh-huh. you could just go to Brad Hal Ford in Kokomo, Indiana, buy yourself an ice new truck to pull that shiny new trailer that you also got them for Christmas. Boy, I'd love to be this person getting all these yeah. gifts. You get getting a show pig on showpig.com. You're getting a brand new truck from Brad Hal Ford. You're pumping it with some fleece performance stuff. And then you get a show trailer on top of that. I mean, that and is the ultimate Walton Christmas. webcasting subscription. And a Walton webcasting subscription. Maybe a Stock I Talk mean, sweatshirt. Think, and a Stock Talk sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. We just, you know, throw in the barn and every, and all the window dressings with it. Um, anyways, visit Brad Hal Ford. They have award-winning customer service that will help get you into the vehicle that you need to haul that trailer down the road. Thank you to our friends at Brad Halford. So, Trev, social smash, what do you got? So you brought it to my attention, and um, I, did. I, th- I thought this was interesting. And we'll leave names out of it. Uh, we are not about that here on Stock Talk Podcast. Um, we are going to talk about the concept in general. So, um, incredible show there in Madison County, uh, Ohio. Uh, and Ryan Rash was the judge. And he, his grand drive speech was incredible. Um, worth a minute of your time to go back on what went webcast- viral. Yeah, went viral. Go back on waltonwebcasting.com, subscribe, and watch that. If you don't watch the whole show, watch that particular grand drive speech. So, uh, really good um, by Ryan Rash. But there was a comment on Facebook that um, just just kind of got a little. Um, little condescending and uh, without going into into details just brought up some stuff that happened 20 years ago and at that point in my opinion I'll just start going off here yes we've all done some things that maybe we were shameful of or maybe didn't even know happened or maybe it just was a bad unfortunate time but just think about what has happened in the past 20 years. And if, you're, if you've got a vendetta against somebody or if you're frustrated about the judge in the ring and your number one goal is to bring that person down and then put it out there on the social media just Ooh. for the world to see and then post a link with it to make sure everybody sees it, Ooh. I 
don't understand that concept. If you're frustrated, I get it. We lost. But why tear somebody else down? It's the holiday season, first of all. Second of all, there's no good time to do that. And I, I, it just fires me up because you have a judge in the ring who genuinely cares about the industry. Better yet, the young people that are in it. If you go back and listen to his episode, it's, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear from him next week again. And I guarantee you, you're going to hear the exact same tone and passion in his voice. So this young, or I don't know, this individual tried to tear him down after the incredible words he just said. Uh, not worth it. Not, not, no need to do that. Um, like I said, we'll leave names out of it. Um, and I want this to be, be positive and uplifting. It's Christmas, but let's just work hard. And if you're frustrated and if you pull that dirty laundry out of somebody else's hamper, you're really digging deep to make yourself feel better and shame on you. Ooh, the cone of shame, mm-hmm. the stock talk cone of shame. Yes. We should get one. Well, I've got one with a sticker on it. You do have one, yes. <laughs> with my dog. And, and, and you know what? And, and I, he, I'll, I'll spin this because I am 100% in line with you, Trev. But I will spin this and, and try to make a positive out of it. What's so great about this world and this industry, and one of our good buddies uh, actually said this to us, Trev, and made us feel good about something is sometimes this industry is pretty pretty quick to forget things mm-hmm. and, and move on. And what's next? It's it's a what have you done for me lately industry we're in. And which is why you and I, Trevor, appreciate the history of this industry so much because it's, you know, what have you done for me 30 years ago? Right. Um, to get us to what have you done me late, done for me lately kind of deal. But I will say, I will say, that there's so many great people in this industry that um, not necessarily came to the rescue of, but, you know, have, have put things in the past where they belong and are moving forward. And I think that that speaks volumes to to how progressive we can be in, in making livestock better and making kids better and giving new opportunities to people. So, you know, a hundred percent, man, if you, or the guy or gal or the individual, I should say, the individual that made that comment, I would encourage you to look introspectively for a minute and ask yourself, is there something that you did 20 years ago that maybe wasn't publicized that you regret mm-hmm. or that, that you wish you weren't you know, involved with? Sure there is. Yep. If there's not, good for you. But let's not try to tear somebody down or tear a person of this industry down because of something that happened years ago. Yep. And uh, Trevor and I are doing a better job at that too. Or if you feel that way, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Just don't put it. Just don't put it. This is social smash after all. Just don't put it on social media. Right. You can, you can call your buddy up and say, Hey man, I really I really didn't like that everybody was such a big fan of that because of what happened 20 years ago. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's acceptable. That's your prerogative. Yeah. But not for the world to see with a, with a, a, uh, microscope, microscope. Yeah. 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 Social smash, social smash. All right. Here's another social smash. Let's be positive this Christmas season. As I mentioned earlier, it could be not such a great time for some people. 
So let's let's uplift. Let's post those pictures of people of 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 animals having their uh, their babies. Great time of year to do things like that. Yes. Plus, you may reach somebody um, that doesn't know what the heck it's that's going on. And yeah. I will I will say, you know, just always post positive things if you can gather yeah. anything from this podcast that's what it is but just be cautious what you're taking pictures of um sometimes it, it may be just something to think about but if one uh you had to pull and there you know it's a little bloody a stockman we get it blood happens but yeah. go with the cute factor i would say if you're yes, ever in wait doubt till they're licked off clean yep you know just put them in the corner or whatever or take a picture of you cleaning them off um I'm not saying it's got to be totally PG, but you know if there's if there's blood on the rear end of the the female, um, not everybody understands what just happened. So, although you would be correct, although uh, you would you would assume, hey, she just gave birth to this animal, and guess what comes with birth? Blood. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you're uncomfortable with that, yeah, so so be it. Do it. I'm all for it. Put those babies up there. Uh, have fun. Try not to uh, catfish them or bassmaster yeah, ba- them. Bassmaster. Yeah, let's try to avoid that. Let's yeah. avoid that, but make sure that the industry, or already yet, the people outside of the industry know how much work goes into it. And um, unfortunately, I also see a post every year of a beast of a of a baby that didn't make it. And Oof. you were also really, really, really excited about that breeding or mating, and it didn't make it. And that yeah. one, that's when everything comes into perspective. I mean, and, and, and also make sure you're not posting pictures of livestock that are have distinct markings and aging them two months. Yeah, let's right. Just, let's make just, sure we're not doing that. Just either. be honest. That's not good for the industry. Yeah, don't be the the poem of the the pig, the pig breeder in our in our poem bringing uh, Santa bringing you coal. We don't want that. Yeah, no coal. No goal for 2020. All right. Well, Trev, there is a there is a reason for the season. There is. Always there. There's a reason for the season. And I don't want to preach to y'all, but hear me out. If it wasn't for the good Lord giving us the things that he gave us to be able to do this thing we call showing livestock freely, boy, we'd be in a what would we be doing, Trev, right now? Uh probably flipping through the channels on TV. Yeah. And I'd probably weigh 400 pounds. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. let's just remember that. It's called Christmas for a reason. Yes. Christ being the number one word in Christmas. Uh, it ain't always about the presents. That's right. Ain't always about the presents. No, well, it really isn't. It the actually reason, never. It's never. It never should be about the presents. The reason really. there is presents underneath the tree, I don't want, you know, I know not, I'm probably not the uh, model Christian. I'm trying to be. But the oh, reason yeah, that we give either. gifts is because when Jesus was born, he was given gifts as the king. Mm, three the wise major, men. The three, wi- the three wise men. So there's always reasons behind everything. That's right. Uh, although we've really industrialized the holiday, which is now, I don't like uh, happy holidays. It's Merry Christmas. Mm, um, Merry Christmas. That's the reason. So, guys, we cannot thank you enough. We are approaching the end of the year. Uh, we've got one more episode in 2019. That's right. We do have one more episode in 2019. And it will be incredible. You guys, if I'm sure not everybody listens to just us talk, which I get it. But if yeah. you are, please 
Tell everybody to listen to next week's episode. It's all-encompassing, multi-guests in one episode with a lot of information that you're going to want to hear. Corey Edge, Merry Talk Christmas, my man. Yes. Merry Christmas to you, Trevor, and to our fans that have listened to us on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. And for those that didn't listen to us on Christmas Day, I hope you had a Merry Christmas and are enjoying the new year. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. We love you all.